everyone. We are back with another episode. It's me, Trent Rashad. And I'm Marcus Drew Steele. And you are listening to Cold Pop. It is time for our spill segment of the week. Yes. Uh, today, it's your week. Yeah, it's my week. And today we are going to be talking about honoring our elders. Um, this Monday, uh, this upcoming Monday, so Monday, May 16th is national honor our lgbtq elders day um yeah which i number one i didn't know was a holiday i did not know that it was national holiday i didn't either um and so it's a or i'll just i'll I'll say i didn't know it was a national day i won't say holiday but it's a national day Mm -hmm. um and i thought it was really interesting because number one and we'll kind of get into it i think that you know the queer community does get a lot of flack for kind of devaluing maturing and aging and they you know, really, being old. Yeah. And so yeah. I, I really did enjoy that. But I wanted to kind of take it, you know, for us to kind of talk about who are those elders for us? Who are those pioneers for us that we looked up to? Um, and so mm. I wanted to make sure that, I, you know, there are definitely some people in my life and I'm going to share with y'all today that I definitely feel like should be honored um, in terms of kind of helping me uh learn about myself and know you know know who i am and so the first question i want to ask you is Mm -hmm. did you have anybody growing up that was like you know either you knew was out and you know was queer or that you kind of had an inkling or feeling was queer that was older than me that that was older than you that you kind of maybe looked up to that maybe took you under their wing honestly no no okay i mean i've I've been sitting here thinking about it and I don't think so. I think mostly because like now, did I know people that were older and I knew were gay? Yes, but I don't I didn't look up to them, nor did I have a relationship with them because I was such a late bloomer. So when you knew. um, So what you're saying is is that you did know that they were gay, but you didn't necessarily identify or relate to anything of that because you just weren't there in your identity development yet not not at that part yeah i was still trying to figure out who i was and what it is that was quote unquote wrong with me at the time so now when you you know at that time of you know think thinking that something was wrong with you was that because of how you viewed or how you saw those people interacting in society it was a a compilation of things it was that and then it was also how those people were treated by everybody else mm, yeah um and that will Definitely. throw you back in the closet with the quickness yeah and i obviously now you start to understand just how brave and what it takes to what, what it must have taken to be your authentic self during that time during that time, where it wasn't where it wasn't, wasn't accepted popping. and it, i mean it's not even accepted now basically yeah. but when it wasn't as popping as it is now and so yeah i did like i said i was aware of them but i didn't necessarily have anybody to look up to in, in okay. that sense pre coming out what okay. about you i definitely had some people so oh, number tell. one i had a teacher mr thompson that you knew was gay he was an art teacher and i knew that there was something have you confirmed this before you out him family recognizes family okay um (laughs) and uh he is yeah he's like and i don't that was the thing is that it wasn't ever really talked about Mm -hmm. but it was something i feel like we as all kids knew 
we all knew. Okay. And I really, you know, kind of warmed up to him because he was, he was my art teacher. Mm-hmm. He was my art teacher in elementary school. And just super encouraging guy, like, you know, kind of loved. I would, I remember I have this one vivid memory of us making, like, I was like, I made a photo, I made a picture. And what it was, I just took crowns and just kind of scribbled like all different colors uh, in a circle. And I showed it to him and I was like, do you love it? And he was like, I love it. He was and like, I explained to him that it represented the world and each color had like a different theme. Um, but it was just, that was just like one of the aspects of like me seeing him kind it's of really helped, cute. Me, helped me like learn a little bit more about myself. Right. Now, so I did have him, but then there was also someone um, who I'm not going to mention by name because this person I actually have never confirmed if they were, you yeah, know, what nah. they identified as. Okay. Uh, but this person uh, was a part of my church family. Okay. Yeah, you better not say that. Um, just an amazing role model at like, mm-hmm. like from you know, I when I first saw him, I just thought he was so fabulous you know he he always wore his like three-piece suit and he got he had his rings and his chains and his hair he had this like big like like i'm talking about like pompadour finger wave so he looked like uh what's the guy's name from holiday ving reigns's character so not quite to that level but almost yes okay but just you know he was very sharp um and you know he, he he was a musician in our church and um he i remember so one of the things i remember doing with him is i wanted i wanted to like honey when i saw that i wanted to be just like him and so mm-hmm. i would i would go and sit with him sometimes at church i would sit back there with him while he was like playing the piano i also wanted to get my hair done like him <laughs> and so that was like a big thing for a while and mm-hmm. he actually made me a little hair kit he bought he actually created my first little hair kit you remember back in the days when you would get like the sporting waves and the stocking cap and the wave brush. Right. He made a little kit for me back then. Oh, so he knew um, this was a gay baby in training. I, I really, <laughs> he knew. I really in my heart, like I said, I can't he confirm know. anything, but like, I really in my heart believe that he saw something in me he and he knew He's and like, he kind of just took me him. under his wing and, you yeah. know, just kind of, you know, <laughs> made me feel. Well, that's cute though. Okay. Um, and so he was, you know, a, very amazing guy. He's he's now passed on, mm. um, but just once again, just like a, a great role model for me at that time, right? To kind of help me even feel, you know, a little bit more comfortable, right? About who I was and you know that kind of thing. And so it was uh, just, uh, you know, thinking about him is uh, well, getting cute. me kind of choked up. But really, got really great guy. Um, now. So we've talked about, we've talked a little bit about those um, elders in in our in our hometowns, but were there any like LGBT pioneers that you know kind of was doing it early on that you looked to, um, maybe through the media? I think I look back to the time when I came out and what I I learned a lot after I came out okay. and. Uh, I, I, I guess I didn't even really come out. I never made any announcement. I just decided I was going to live my truth mm-hmm. or whatever. I got a lot of my knowledge and or just kind of looking up from people in movies. Yeah. Gay men in movies. Who are those know? people? 
Oh, gosh. And I, I don't necessarily think all of, I mean, I guess that maybe they are elders now, but I, I don't, I mean, RuPaul for one. Ru's a definitely an elder. I mean, and she's, yeah, she's definitely an elder. With the supermodel video and stuff like that, that was mm-hmm. all, like way before Drag Race or anything like that, but even more so after I came out and being able to kind of fully understand, I think, gosh, seeing um, Billy Porter kind of live his life yep. and Billy. be who he was and uh who were some that you th- th- think of i mean it was just i, I no, there was i say all that to say that none of these were people that i ever knew or were close to but again you know how sometimes when you're kind of raised by your tv or yeah. you're raised by oh, a, media this is so kind of what i happened. think for me and kind of like some of the people I, I i point out um yeah rupaul was definitely one for me right yeah. but i think I started to kind of get more so the lens of the pioneers of like reality TV, the gay pioneers of reality <laughs> yeah, TV. Yeah. And Karamo was one of the very first like black gay people that I saw actually on television, like real life person. He wasn't a character or anything. He was playing himself mm-hmm. and was someone that was like, you know, hey, I'm gay and I don't necessarily fit into the stereotype of what you might think is gay. But, you know, I am a queer black man. Mm-hmm. And to me, that was like, whoa. And I think at that time, it was also like, whoa, because you saw a man who didn't necessarily fit the regular real world gay stereotype that may have been, you know, portrayed on other seasons. Which I, which was pretty much white, wasn't it, at the time? Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So I think he was one that kind of stood out to me as like a, oh, like... He's not really an elder, though. I consider him an elder oh, because do? I was a kid when I was okay. watching the real world he like, was a kid all real world I mean, I mean yeah but definitely older than me yeah I, um, I get what you're saying but someone like that kind of was like to me at that time watching it he right. was an adult like right. he was an they adult did. living his life mm-hmm. um and you know just kind of be, you know exploring this you know exploring philadelphia i agree so with that. i i saw him as one the other um i don't i don't know if i can I don't know if this was like a big thing for me, but little Richard was mm. someone who I couldn't necessarily identify with and who I was like, he was, he almost kind of, and I, I mean, I love little Richard. Let me say this, but Did he, he ever was almost, even come an, out? he was an end. He was an indicator of kind of what maybe too much was or like too flamboyant for me. He was like, okay, that's okay. That's scaring people or that's, you know, that is creating an impression of people and that I do not want to be that. Mm-hmm. So while he was like super, you know, free and super like, you know, loud and gregarious, um, I was, I was scared to be at that level just mm-hmm. because I was like, okay, now I need to kind of draw it back because I saw how people responded right. to little Richard and how like people made jokes um, about him. But was, did little Richard ever come out as gay? I don't think yeah, he, he came he out. Did? He's a, I think he was a bisexual. Bisexual. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I just, I think when I look up to, when I think of like gay elders and stuff like that, I, movies, people in movies or TV shows, I think another good one was watching Noah's Ark and that cast. And a lot of them were obviously much older than what we were at the time. And Mm. that also played a big part. You've seen a scripted series that was normal. That wasn't like bombastic or super exaggerative, but just like gay black men's lives 
uh, being captured in a scripted way. I thought that was always very interesting to me. Yeah, Noah's Ark, I think I had to kind of go back and watch Noah's Ark. I like feel I heard about it late, late after, you know, it had kind of yeah. run its course, but definitely some some characters and some people that I kind of were a part of my awakening and my my yeah. education. Yeah. Um all right, well, moving on, I want to get more so into our you know, that first statement I made a little bit earlier was do you feel like we as a community value our aging population our you know our um maturing population when you say value like respect respect value <laughs> uphold you know um cherish yeah i think that there is the community is kind of split on that i think for some knowing you know where the community came from and who fought for us to have the rights that we have and stuff is something of interest. And then I think for others that maybe it's not. So I would say, I don't know in the gay community, I, I would hope to be wrong in it. The, the percentages scale in favor of everybody being respectful, but I just don't think that that's the case. Yeah. I definitely don't think that we as a community value um, our older community. And I think if anything, if there's anything that I mean, what could be the popularly the closest thing would be actually fetishizing the older community, um, like the idea of like you know being a daddy of like cross, mm-hmm. being at a certain age and now you're a daddy. Like um, to me, that's kind of like fetishizing it and not necessarily applauding it or admiring it for something else of or, or what you know of what the contributions are, but more so of like for like a sexual preference or you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, something of that nature. So I don't think so, that we do. So wait, so you're saying that in the gay community, you think it is f- more favored to be a daddy and for a sexual connotation than it is for a respectful, this is what the elders have done for us connotation. Yeah, I feel like if anything, it's more like it's not, we do not honor them and do not like, you know, admire to listen to them. Right. Um, and we pay anything, more attention to the yeah it's more other, of like a fetishizing right, of like okay. oh you know silver fox or you know yeah that kind of thing and yeah. so i i go to a couple of different situations in you know just being out and seeing how you know people have engaged with older people mm-hmm. you know um and i think <laughs> i go back to an experience that we had. Do you remember when that old gay checked us in the um, club one night? We were at all Broken at a bar. Shaker. What? It wasn't at Broken Shaker. It was the second story. And what happened? He was like, "Y'all need to get off y'all phone." <laughs> oh yeah, because we were all on our phones. So yes. it was a group of us, and we're yes. all black gay men, just like you know, um, late twenties, uh, early thirties, some of us. Um, and we were on our phones, <laughs> and he, this this older gentleman came over, and he was like. Y'all are missing out on everything. Y'all need to get that. everybody. Y'all need to get off y'all phones and things like that. And of course, at that time, we were kind of just like rolling our eyes and I things I like got, that. I got off my phone. Uh, no, I, and you know, we I all said, did. I think we made the joke of like, up, oh, y'all put phone you know, police. Uh, granddaddy said, put y'all phones away. Which or something like that. We That's did something. No, we. Did, I didn't. I don't think we said it out loud. No, I don't. Um, but it was like a everybody right. put y'all phones away. Y'all I heard. I did put my phone. Y'all away. heard him. And so, I mean, we did, we, we did put our phones away, but it was like, definitely like an hour, like, okay, ugh, fine. But 
you know, instances like that and other things that I've seen kind of play out um, in the in the nightlife scene here in, uh, in Boys Town kind of lean more towards that. I would hope that we do get to a point where those stories are um, lifted and exalted and shared. I Do you remember the when we did the uh, when we in our first black uh, in our first pride parade, mm-hmm. we did the pride parade with the Black Gay Caucus and they brought us the day yeah. before to learn the history of it. Yeah. Amazing. I loved it. I loved and it. we yeah. had, you know, uh, they had someone speak who was a part of the very first uh, pride parade that happened in Chicago. I remember and he, hearing the you know, story. And he spoke about his experience um, as being, you know, an older black queer man. And, you know, those are the kind of situations and stories I feel like we need to see more of and we need to kind of introduce um, to. I, one of the things that I really, really enjoy at, and still do after I came out was hearing stories from the older generation about what they did like back in the day because you know you you get to a point and it's like oh my god the apps are so crazy and da, da, da. and then they're like well child we was on craigslist and um what, what was that Honey, uh, forget craigslist going to the uh knocking on uh, uh right doors and uh code Gosh. code and uh are you friends of Dorothy? Like all of that yes, old stuff. Yes. Yeah. That, and th- there was another one where they were like, there were, um, there was like a code. They were putting ads in newspapers, and like there was a code of you could how you looking for so and so for. I forget what it was called, but I find all of that stuff so fascinating. Yeah. So fascinating. Are there any stories that you feel like? And I feel like how we get to that point is that there need to be more queer stories told of you know yeah. of what it was back then because yeah. you know we have such a warped reality now of you know what it means to be gay and you know it's a lot more accepting now to be you know queer in this society than it was back then and so right. we need to see what it you know what it was what what it looked like are there any stories that you would love to see kind of like in a series or in a um or in a movie that kind of talk about that queer experience? One of the things that I really enjoyed, and then I'm going to give you what I want to see. I really enjoyed um, The Normal Heart. I thought The Normal yeah, Heart that was, really was a good. really good. That's uh, Mark Ruffalo. Uh, um, Taylor Schilling. There's some really. Uh, uh, Parsons. Isn't Jim Parsons James? What's his name? Uh, uh, Jim Parsons. Jim Parsons. Yeah, he's in there as well. There's a lot. A lot of the girls are in there, um, and gay in real life. Matt Bomer was in there too, um, but I, I really loved how that was depicted. But what I want to see, I want to see the black gays in yeah. the '80s and the '90s, and you know, I, I think we've done a good job and are still doing work. Uh, illustrating the ballroom scene, and I love that, but I want to see something away from the ballroom scene and just black gays living their 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 normal lives in either the 80s, 90s, early 2000s, whatever, um, and, and dealing with struggles or during the AIDS epidemic and stuff like that. I, I, I just I want to see more black gay stories because there are not enough out there yeah i definitely want to get a james baldwin yeah project yes. i want to see a langston hughes project yeah i want a what about Bayer, I want a Bayer Rustin? Rustin project yeah. you know i think that those are stories that definitely i want a rupaul project Hell. Yeah. um you know i think that those are stories that you know we can share and that can kind of help um there is a movie that I watched on Hulu that I personally really did like that I feel like 
kind of gives uh, a nod to what it means to be queer and what it means to, you know, grow older. And mm-hmm. that is Supernova. Um, you ah, can find it on Hulu. Yeah. And it's Colin Firth and Stanley Tucci um, who play a gay couple. And, and neither um, of them are gay. No, they're so not. It's already problematic. It's, uh, but they do have a um, incredible story in which they kind of showcase a member, one of the partners um, declining um, into mm-hmm. memory loss and dementia. So very, very powerful story, but I think, you know, kind of, kind of sheds some light on, you know, that, that particular community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, okay. I think it, we've covered it. Um, make sure if there is a gay in your life uh, or An there was a gay, what? an elder gay yeah a, yeah an elder it, and it can be a gay bisexual lesbian queer who, person. Uh, if there's a if there's a queer person in your life that you know was a pioneer that was someone that you looked up to kind of growing up make sure that you you know find some time to uh thank them because now that i think about those experiences and in focusing on those two men in particular um where i'm at now i definitely would love to uh, be able to kind of share and um, have them see, you know, how yeah. how that's helped and how yeah. you know uh, how that poured into me. So, Aww. so yeah. So with that, we're going to finish there. Make sure that you honor your LGBTQ elders. So when is the day again on May sixteenth? Monday, May sixteenth. Okay. Um. But with that, I'm gonna we're gonna go ahead and sign off. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter tiktok and youtube at cold pop show uh facebook at cold pop podcast you can find me at trenton rashad on instagram at twitter and you can find me on all the socials at marcus drew Steele with an e on the end thank you all so much for listening bye pop stars <laughs>